Uh, but when you asked me about the perfect women, I had two perfect women and I messed it up just by, you know, being dumb. All this money can't buy me a time machine. No. Can't replace you with a million rings. No. I should have told you what you meant to me. Whoa. Because now I pay the price. And another life, I would be your girl. We keep all our promises, be against the world. In another life, I will make you stay so I don't have to say you were the one that got away. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am quoting Katy Perry from the song, The One That Got Away. How's it going, everybody? My name is Mel, and welcome to Rejection is a Bitch podcast. On today's episode, we're going to discuss two people who rejected someone in their past and now they are living to regret it. But before we do that, if you're new to the channel, hit that subscribe button and also hit me in the comment section. I want to hear what you have to say about this topic. The channel is growing very rapidly and I really appreciate it. But if you want to help the channel grow even more, the best way to do that is to share this video with as many people as you can and hitting that like button. What you waiting on? Do your boy a favor, hit that like button right now. And also, I'm a certified professional coach, and I partner with divorcees that are facing rejection, and I help them discover true acceptance from within. So if you are a divorcee facing rejection or anyone that's facing rejection, I would love to be your coach. Contact me on my website, lifecoachingbymail.com, or my email, mailcoaching at yahoo.com. I would love to partner with you today. Now let's get into today's topic. Now we're going to start with somebody that you're very familiar with, your guy, my guy, Shaquille O'Neal. Hall of Fame basketball player, entrepreneur galore. He has every business known to man. And I'm going to give Shaq some kudos here, guys, because Shaq has been very accomplished in a lot of things in his life. But he's now being very transparent about some of his failures. The failures that he has had within his relationships. And he recently came out to discuss two of those failures. Let's take a listen. I had two perfect women and I messed it up. Okay. My first one was my baby mother, Arnetta. Wow. And then I met Shawnee. Shawnee was also a perfect one, and I messed it up. Really? Yeah, I was, you know, we were always young, and I was just doing dumb stuff. But, you know, the good thing about our relationship is that they forgave me, and we have a good relationship now. But when you ask me about the perfect women, I had two perfect women, and I messed it up just by, you know, being dumb. I tell my sons all the time, a man has three jobs when it comes to a woman. Protect, provide, and love. Some men can only offer two for whatever reason. Right. But I'm going to teach you how to offer all three. Right. And that's what I try to do. And even though I don't have a relationship with the women that I let get away, I will always PPL, protect, provide whatever they need, they get right. it from me. Uh, Shawnee's married. I'm happy for her. I hope this gentleman treats her the way she's supposed to be treated. And I'm going to still love her. And she's still my wife. I will always protect, provide, and love for her, married or not. Because she well, gave how does me that something. change, though? Because once you add someone else to the equation, is that a conversation you have first? You no, know? it's just my, it's just how I was raised. Right. You protect, you provide, and you love your woman. Once again, I want to say kudos to Shaq for that high level of awareness. I want to give Shaq kudos on that. So let's address what he's saying here. He said he lost two perfect women. He had the perfect woman twice. We're going to put a pin in that for something we're going to mention a little bit later on. Now, as we know, a lot of you may know that him and Shawnee's relationship was very public and the relationship was public, but also the divorce was public. And the divorce had to do a lot with his infidelity. And based on the way that Shaq kind of presents himself now and the way he talk about his past, it's kind of safe to assume that the relationship with his baby mother must have come to an end 
based on infidelity as well. Missy Elliott had an amazing song that said, nobody's perfect, nobody's perfect, but you're perfect for me. And I believe this is what Shaq is saying here. From my vantage point, Shawnee ain't the perfect person. You know, I'm just going to be honest. But <laughs> she was a perfect woman for him. Perfect in the sense of what she did for their family, what she did for their kids. From every instance we can see, it seems like the kids are relatively well and doing well. The same goes for his older daughter that he has with his first baby mother. It seems like these women gave the stability to the family and the thing that he does not have now. I've seen other interviews of Shaq, you know, recollecting and remembering the things that hurt the most when he initially got divorced. And that was not being able to come home to the family, not being able to come home to the kids wrestling with him, things that you can't get as a single man. So Shaq in this interview here is looking at the things that he destroyed, the family that he destroyed, the relationship that he destroyed, and now he truly regrets it. But I give Shaq even further kudos for what he's doing because he's not allowing himself to sulk in that. He's saying, look, I see the mistakes that I made. Let me make sure the next generation doesn't go through that. Let me make sure the next generation learns from my mistake so they won't repeat that and hurt women in their lives. The fact that Shaq is reminiscing on the women of the past, is this healthy thinking? I have an answer for this that I don't think you want to miss. Be sure you stay to the end of this video. We're going to answer that question for you. So now it's time for another video. This lady here is not as popular, but she has similar regrets. Let's take a listen. What's something you wish you would have said? Like ever in my life? Like ever in your life. I was dating this guy and I don't know if it's so much what I wish I would have said, but it's something, it's like my only regret in life. I decided to not continue to date this person after college because I was moving to Chicago. He was moving somewhere else. And I kind of had this mindset of like, I'll find somebody else like him. And I thought about that person for years and what that could have been because that connection was really amazing. It kind of haunted me for a long time. The breakups that are hardest to get over are the ones where you have that what if, where it was so amazing and maybe it was cut short. And then you have this vision of what your life could have been like with that person. And the ones that are actually sometimes easier to get over are the ones where you lived it out with that person. You worked through the challenges and you realized it wasn't going to work. And then I'm not left wondering what if anymore, right? Was there ever a part of you that still wants to reach out to him? I've thought about it, but it feels, I don't know. I literally have a draft on my phone of a text that I would send him, but I don't feel the need to send it anymore. You learned how to be okay with the what if. Yeah, I feel more resolved than I ever did before. Yeah. Even though it was like 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. There's no time frame. Now, I know some of you may want to say, aww. By all means, you have every freedom to do that. You can give her the aws if you want. Because you got to know that she probably checking up on this guy at least once a year and realizing the mistake that she made. A common conversation I have for my clients is the one that got away. That was right for me, but I overlooked them and I chose someone else. Or I chose to stay in my current situation and always hoping of what I could have with them. In her particular case, she said the famous last words of, I found someone else like him. I got to talk to my ladies for just a moment. And there's no shade on you. It's no shot at you. I just got to tell the truth because I love you. How many times do you hear women picking vacations and traveling and careers over a suitable mate? Just because she not ready at that time. Just because she think there's more to do with her life. There's, there's more to accomplish. You know, I have to climb the corporate ladder. I have to do all these things only to realize that it doesn't bring fulfillment. Only to realize everything I chased never mattered. Only to realize the thing that would truly bring me the fulfillment that I'm looking for is love, 
marriage and kids. Am I saying everyone's like that? No. There are plenty of women and people out there in general that they can live their whole life alone without a family and without love and be totally fulfilled. But the rest of us, the vast majority of us, that is what true fulfillment comes from. That's why when you go around family, when you go around Christmas time, Thanksgiving time, all the holidays, besides the drama and all that stuff, but you feel the best when you're around family. And although you can do that as a single person, you can do that as an entrepreneur, you can do that as someone who travels the world, it doesn't bring the same fulfillment as if when you have that with a loving family. If you're in a position right now where you're thinking, should I chase my goals and aspirations? Should I chase traveling? Should I chase seeing the world as opposed to, should I settle, as most people try to put it, for someone I know that would be great for me, but I just don't want them right now? Choose that person. That's just my suggestion. Because my question is, why can't you chase those other things while being with this person? What about this person will make you lose out on that? I don't want to go down a rabbit hole here, but there are so many beliefs out there, so many ideologies and so many things that are out here to indoctrinate our women and our people to go away from family, to put yourself in a position where you are self-indulged and you're always thinking about what's best for you, only to realize how wrong they were about your life. And then it may be too late. First off, the person that you wanted may be gone on and on with their life, maybe already married with children. Secondly, your biological clock for women is ticking. And thirdly, you constantly think about the what ifs. You never get out of the realm of what if. Don't miss the opportunity for something that brings that true fulfillment and true purpose to your life. Because you very well may be like Shaq or this lady and live in that regret. Now let's truly dig into this idea of the one that got away. I want to talk about what Shaq said, the perfect woman. First question I have for anyone, is there a such thing as the one? No. And Shaq made it clear that it's not. If there was a such thing as the one that got away, how come he has the two? Shaq got two women that he think got away. So there's no such thing as the one. So that hopefully can bring some relief to someone that if you think this was the one and there's no other possible ones, get that out of your head. Let me also tell you from my personal experience. I'm a divorcee. Obviously, I thought the last one was the one. And I was wrong. <laughs> so how can I can go from somebody who I thought was the one to now somebody who's amazing and is blowing my mind every day. We constantly growing in life and everything I ever desired is exactly what I'm achieving now. If she's not the one, the truth of the matter is you can have several ones. You have to be the one. You have to be the one that's completely focused on making this marriage the best it can be. And that starts first off with your selection process. Picking someone that fits what's best for you. Not going based off social norms, what society may say makes a good wife, society may say makes a good husband. You need to look in the mirror and see what best fits you. And then from there, put the work in. Put the work in to make this marriage the best it can be. Whether that be through counseling, through that be reading books, doing personal development, work on your mental capacity, your emotional intelligence, work on things that present your best self to the marriage so you can become the one. So my second question is, how true is it that they actually got away? Because honestly, we think about it. If this is somebody you never dated, how confident are you that things would have worked out the way you envisioned it? How confident are you that things would have played out exactly how you said it would go or how you thought it would go? You see them in their butter new marriage and their white picket fence. How do you know they would have got to that level with you? How do you know you wouldn't have been the person that drugged them down? How do you know that high school romance would have fulfilled itself as adults? You don't know. So why even go down that path? 
But if it is someone who is an ex, they're an ex for a reason, right? When we start to think about the one that got away, we tend to remember all the fun memories and we tend to glorify all these moments, not remembering why things came to an end, especially if it's something that we did to cause the separation. We want to mend those fences. We want to right our wrongs. We are now completely aware of our mistakes and want to make up for it. But it makes complete sense. Anyone in that situation would feel exactly what you feel. But how profitable is it for us to continue to think about those things? The truth is, focusing on the one that got away is completely distracting. Essentially, this is us just holding on to the past. And it's not past successes, it's past failures. I just got to ask you, how productive is that? How is this helping us in our current situation, whether that be your current marriage, your current relationship, or you and your current dating? How is this helping you at all? There's not one person that can compete with the fantasy of an unfulfilled romance. My suggestion is for you to completely move on from them and move on from the thoughts of them so you can completely thrive in the now. And this is not something I'm just telling you. This is something I had to put into practice myself. There was at one point I had an ex that I kept in contact with here and there. And I will admit she was probably the person at one point I would consider the one that got away. And honestly, she was married. I was actually dating Vera. And I knew nothing would come about us. Like there was no romanticism, no actual relationship. It was just contacting each other here and there. But I realized quickly that she was keeping me on as somebody who also was maybe the person who got away for her. And one day it just clicked for me, honestly. Like, man, how can I completely focus on what I have now if I'm holding on to something from the past? If I'm even in contact with things from the past? There's no way I can give 100% to this current dating situation if I'm holding on to something from the past. So I made a decision, guys, to cut her off and not just cut her off, cut her off forever. I completely cut her off from all access to me. And I'm telling you, this is one of the best decisions I ever made. It completely took me away from anything I was holding from the past and allowed me to fully focus on the present and the future. And if you are in that situation or in a similar situation and you continue to look in the past, continue to think about the one that got away and you're ready to fully focus on the now and ready to fully focus on what the future holds for you, I have three things that you can do today in order to accomplish that. Number one. Make a pros and cons list of everything that made the relationship work and everything that made the relationship not work. Sometimes it's great to see these things on paper. And it may can help you remember those things that may not be as clear now. Remember, they are an X for a reason. Number two, unfollow them on all social medias. Yes, because as strong as you may be while watching this video, as strong as you may be after you read the word and get your Holy Spirit in you and all that stuff, we all have our weak moments. We all have moments where we say, hey, let me just check in now. And some of you may be like me. I, I need even extra protection. I need to go ahead and block these people <laughs> so they won't contact me as well. So by doing this, you protect yourself from those images because images can be misleading. You may see them being so happy and you start having those regrets all over again. So delete or block. And the third thing to do to move on from the one that got away, stay in the present. Don't allow your mind to go down the path of the past. It's the past for a reason. It's gone. Never coming back. There's nothing you can do about it. We have no time machine. There's so much greatness ahead of you. There's so much greatness right now. Everything great is not behind you. Living in regret is not healthy for anyone. It doesn't allow you to see the best in yourself and the best in your future. Live in the now. Repeat after me. Live in the now. Doesn't that feel good to say? But don't just say it. Do it.
today. We'll see you next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time for the next episode of Rejection is a Bitch Podcast. Let's grow.